Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm excited to share this word today. I mean, I'm always excited, but my goodness. I hope you guys see what I saw. My God, my God, my God. Help me to control myself. All right, so today we are continuing in the series, Prepare Yourself. So last week we finished up, I mean, it's never finished, but we finished up, Prepare Yourself, Know Him. So there were two parts to that. Today we're going to start, prepare yourself, be at peace. And as I said, I'm excited to share, I'm excited to share what the Lord has, has been showing me, what the Lord has put on my heart. And um, as I said last week, we talk about knowing Him, know Him, to prepare ourselves so that we will be unshakable and unmovable, grounded in the midst of all the turmoil that's in the earth. And that is going to be coming on the earth. We have been warned ahead of time. And we must prepare ourselves. As it says in Revelation 19.7, the bride has made herself ready. So we are making ourselves ready. And we touched on, uh, we talked about uh, John 17.3 and in Exodus 33.12 and 13. And we defined what it is to know, to know him. And in the Greek, we, the word is genosko, which means to know in a great variety of applications. To have knowledge, to have understanding. And, that's, and then in the Hebrew, yada, or yoda, that's how it's pronounced. It's used in a variety of different senses, observations, knowledge of, to understand, to be acquainted with. But what was amazing was, the Lord reveals who He is. In a great variety of applications. So whatever you're going through. And we talked about Moses. And we touched on that. The different names of God reveals the application. in The application of his power and who he is. So he teaches us, he teaches us his ways. As we submit to him in our trial. That's how we get to know him. We get to know him when we know his ways. And when we go through trials, He shows us His way. And then we learn His way. And when we learn His way in the trial, as we submit to the Spirit, we know who He is. Oh my God, that is so powerful. So I hope you all had a chance to, to uh, who have heard it, to meditate on it. So today we're going to pick up uh, to be at peace. And this is going to be again a part one. There is, there's going to be a part two. And hopefully that's it, a part one on part two. But I am so excited to share this with you today. I really am. I'm always excited, but I just couldn't wait to get started today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to start in John 14. And I hope you see what I see. <laughs> oh my God, I've never seen it in this way before. I have never seen it this way. John 14, we're going to go to John chapter 14, verse 25 through 27. And then we read verse 29. Let me know when you're there, please. John chapter 14, verses 25 to 27. And then we read verse 29. Are you there? Yes. Okay. All right. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the Helper... The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, 
He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Oh my God. And now, verse 29. I have told you before it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I have told you before it comes. What it? The Holy Spirit. So when it does come, you may believe. Hold your, just keep that in your mind. Let's go to chapter 16 of John, verse 32 and 33, and then I'll start putting this together. Oh my God. John chapter 16, verses 32 and 33. Let me know when you're there. Verse 32, Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, and, ha- and has now come, that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Glory to God. I have always read verse 32. And I always remember saying, Lord. How could you say be of good cheer? I have overcome. This world is crazy. How could you say that? Whoa. Whoa, my God. He showed me. Oh my God. Okay. As you say, chillax. <laughs> Let me define peace. In both of these scriptures, peace, the Greek word is irene. It's pronounced irene. Not the way I pronounce it, it's spelled. It's that's the way you pronounce irene, and the, um, and the beauty about this when I read the def- definition, it wasn't what I thought the definition of peace is. Mm. How the world would define peace is not the way Jesus defined peace. It's defined here. Oh my God! The definition says in the Greek it says to join, mm. to, to be at rest, quietness, set at one again. So I was meditating on this definition. I'm like, to join? To be one? What does that have to do with being peace? To set at one again. I understand to be at rest. I understand quietness. But what to join, to be one, to set at one again? What does that have to do with the definition of peace? Oh my Lord. Well, he showed me. And I was I'm never the same again. Let me give you an example, and then I'm going to come back to these scriptures. Let's go to John chapter 11. My God. John chapter 11, verse 1. This is a story I've read before. I've touched on this in, in one of the other messages. But I want to show you something that I didn't mention, that I didn't see it in this light before. This is the story of Lazarus. It's this is the story of Lazarus. We're not going to read the whole thing. We're just going to read from verses 1 to 10. But I want you to see something. Are you there? Yes. Now a certain man was sick. Lazarus of Bethany. The town of Mary and her sister Martha. 
It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. Now listen to this. When Jesus heard that, what? That Lazarus was sick. He said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you. And why? And, and are you going there again? They want to kill you. Why you want to go to Judea again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. Okay, look up here for, for, for a few minutes. God, Listen to what Jesus said, says in verse uh, 9 and 10. 9, let's just say 9. If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because he sees the light of this world. If you are walking in a path that you have never walked before, but the light's on, are we going to be concerned or worried about the path that we are taking? We are not going to worry because we see where we are going. We can see the stumbling blocks. We can see the obstacles. So we know how to navigate. So because you know, you see, you can see where you are going, you are not, you're at peace, you're at rest. Because you can see. But if you're walking in the dark, you won't have that rest because you can't see. So you don't know when the obstacle is coming. You do not know when something's going to come out at you. You're going to be anxious. You're going to be worried. You won't have peace. Because you won't have peace because of the anticipation of what you cannot see. It's the anticipation of a stumbling block or of a, of a, of a trial or something happening that causes fear or for you to not to be at peace. Because you cannot see. Oh my God, listen to this. So if you can see where you are going, you will not stumble. If you're walking in the light, the path is clear. There is no reason to be worried, anxious or fearful. You are at rest because you can see where you are going and avoid the obstacles. We good about that, right? Oh my God. All right. Now, when you cannot see where you're going, as I said, where you are, when you are in darkness, there is anxiety, fear, and worry because the high potential of injury, loss, or even death. The unknown, and I, as I said, and the anticipation of loss causes worry or fear. Now, look what Jesus said in verse 4. When he heard that Lazarus was sick. He said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. How can Jesus make a statement like that? Jesus can make a statement like that because he knows something. 
he already knows something concerning Lazarus. Because he already knows, he's not worried about it. He's not anxious about it. He's at peace. He's at rest. Number two. When the time was ready, when the time was up, and he needed to go to Bethany to see Lazarus, the disciples said, Lord, the Jews want to kill you. They want to stone you. You're going to go there again? What did Jesus say? Just what I, the scripture I read about the light. He is not concerned about Lazarus being dead. He is not concerned about the Jews trying to kill him. Why? He is walking in the light. The father has already told him and shown him what is going to happen. So whatever he is going to do, he is at rest because he can see. Oh my God, the disciples don't know. They can't see. That's why they're making that statement. They can't see because they're walking in darkness. But he knows already before it happens. He already knows. So he's at peace. That's why he says, when Lazarus was he heard he was sick, that's why he said, I can wait two more days. Because I already know what I have to do when I get there. Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait, I'll blow your mind. I ain't done with you yet. Well, listen to this. So Jesus wasn't worried about the Jews who didn't want to kill him because he had a commandment with the Father. The Father said, no man can take, he said, no man can take my life. I have a commandment from the Father. I can lay my life down and take it up. They can't do nothing to me. The Jews cannot do anything to me. He knows something. The father already told him and give him authority. Oh my God. Do you hear what I'm saying? All right. Woo. I am telling you. Now listen to this. Listen to this. So you know the story. When Jesus got to Bethany, you know the story. Now the story is not my purpose here. What I want to show you Let's go back to John 14 now. The scriptures I read before. And let me show you what he was talking about. The application here where Jesus was doing this. Oh my God. But, uh, okay. Oh, I need to be find a place. John 14. I don't mean to yell. 1425. Let me show you something. Are you there? Yes. Now listen to this. Jesus is saying, these things I have spoken to you. And remember the definition of peace. Mm-hmm. The definition of peace means to join. One, to be one. To set at one. To be at rest. To be quiet. Quietness, right? That's the definition. Remember that. So in verse 25, he's saying, I have, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you. See, if you go back, there's a lot of things Jesus was saying. He said, I am telling you certain things before it happens. I am telling you, teaching you, showing you by example. I am showing you while I'm present with you. I'm speaking these things to you. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm relaying the information. He said, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send... Will send. At the time the Holy Spirit wasn't sent because Jesus hasn't ascended. He said the, 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 the Holy, the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. 
He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Okay? That is so crucial. He said, now he said, peace. I leave with you. My peace. I leave. I give to you. Now the peace I have, now I'm going to give it to you. Alright? I'm going to give that peace to you. Not as the world gives, do I give. He said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now let's go to verse, let's go to, um, back to 16. John 16, and I'm, oh, woo, alright. <clears throat> let's go to the latter part of verse 32. Well, verse 32. Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, and has now come, that you will be scattered, each to his own. So all of you, the time is coming when all of you are going to abandon me. He said, and will leave me alone. He said, and yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. He said, I am not alone. The Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. And he said, in the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Jesus is saying, just as he was with Lazarus, he was in the Father, and the Father is in him. He is not alone. The definition of peace is one. Okay? It's one. It's joined. It is To set at one again. So he is in the Father. And the Father is in him. He is one with the Father. He's one with the Father. So what the Father said. He said the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. The Father in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Is making known to him. What he needs to do. When he needs to do it. How he needs to do it. Because he said I say nothing. Except what the Father tells me to say. And what I do, I do in like manner. So what I say and what I do is just. It's not me, it's the Father in me. The Father is showing him ahead of time what he needs to do, where he needs to go, what he needs to say. He's showing him ahead of time. So when he is walking, because he's walking in the light, he's walking under the unction and the guidance of the Spirit. So the Spirit is showing him ahead of time what he needs to do. So when you are walking in the light, there is no occasion to stumble. You are seeing where you're going. Glory to God. He is one with the Father. So when you can see where you're going, you will have rest. So he's saying here, that peace, my peace, I'm going to give that to you. The Holy Spirit, when he comes, the Comforter, he will be in you. As I would be in you through in his person. And he will what? He is going to teach you all things. And bring to your remembrance what I have said to you. A lot of what he has said. What is the word? The word of God is Jesus. The logos. The word doesn't change. The word is eternal. What the word says about us in this word, this book, is who we are. The promises. The admonition about curses and things if you choose to disobey God. It's the word of God. He is showing the word 
The Logos is telling us what's going to happen before it already happens. We already know the beginning from the end. We already know it. <laughs> and he said the Holy Spirit is going to come and teach you all things. He's going to teach you. And what Jesus has spoken, he will bring it to your remembrance. So if you're in a situation... And, and Jesus said something Jesus had mentioned. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit was like, oh, bring it to your remembrance. So he said, oh, this is that. Mm-hmm. So the times we are living in, we know the signs of the times. So as we see it, we say, oh, this is that. <laughs> he told us way ahead of time, 2,000 years ago, mm-hmm. when they wrote this, what's going to happen. So as it unfolds, it's not a surprise to us. We already know. We are not walking in darkness. Amen. Glory. Amen. Did you hear what I'm saying? Glory be to God. <laughs> we are walking in the light. If you don't believe the word, you're walking in darkness. Amen. This is logos. But the rhema, the revelation of it, when you walk in it, oh my God, you experience the glory of God. That's why he said, believe, believe, believe. He said, oh my. Mm. So the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. Bring to our remembrance. Because we are joined. We are one with Christ. In the person of the Holy Spirit. And because we are not walking in darkness. We already know. Oh my God, let me charge. It's just coming out. Lord, help me with this. He said, why, did, why could Jesus say, let not your heart be troubled? Because the Holy Spirit is going to come. And He's going to teach you what you need to know. He's going to teach you all things. And He's going to show you. He's going to show you. Listen, my, my friend. They come with a pink slip on the job. Don't worry. Don't worry. You have somebody giving you a hard time. Don't worry. What does the Word of God says concerning that? He is Jehovah Jireh. He will supply all my needs. That's what he told us already before. He said, I am Jehovah Jireh. I will supply your needs. He already told us before, ahead of time, who he is to us. All we have to do is believe. The reason why we don't believe is because we want the details. (laughs) But if you believe him, he will work it out. If you are now, if you are moving out of the path, he will give you a dream. He'll give you a vision. Whatever he did show up, he have an angel show up. As the angel of the Lord spoke to me. Because I was going off track. So he had to, he had to speak to me to direct me into where I would, the direction I need to go. He already knows. So if God has to, if that's what he has to do, to let you know ahead of time what you need to be doing. Because the Spirit of God will tell you what you need to do. When you get a vision, the vision is about what is ha- about what ha- is happening or going to happen, mm-hmm. so that you're not le- you're not caught unawares. So you understand. You're walking in the light. You know before it happens. Oh my! I hope you guys getting this. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't look I can't look at my walk the same way. Mm-hmm. So when he said, "My peace I give to you, not as the world gives," this is powerful. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. <sighs> He say, I am not alone in John 16. I already know how this is going to turn out. 
when you all of you scatter, I know how it's going to turn out. I know this is an appointment I have to, to, I have to, to keep. They're coming to crucify me. They're coming to judge me. But I already know how that's going to turn out. I already know. Do you hear what I'm saying? So I'm at peace. I'm not worried. I'm in the Father's plan. I'm doing the Father's will. He already told me ahead of time how this is going to turn out. So I'm at peace. I'm walking in the light. Glory to God. Oh my God. Glory to God. Woo! So he said, in me, you will have peace because I have already told you. He already told us how things are going to unfold. The reason why we get tripped up is because we are, get distracted with the details. We want to know. If the Lord says, I will supply your needs, but you don't have a job. You're worrying how I'm going to get a job. You're worrying about how you're going to get the job. Instead of believing what he says. And listen for the spirit. To guide you if, you if you're going off track. But if you're not hearing from him, it's okay. That means you're doing what you need to be doing. Don't be anxious for nothing. That's why it says, be anxious for nothing. By prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and keep your mind. Oh my God. Do you hear what I'm saying? You're too quiet. <laughs> Woo! We want the details. We want to write the details. That's a, that's Amen, a problem. Brother. We want Amen. the details. Amen, we want the details. So God will give us the details when we need to know it. Don't get ahead of Him. Amen. So He said, in this world you will have trouble. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Why? I am one with the Father. And I did not walk in the world in darkness. That's why he said, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. I did not walk in this world in darkness, but in the light. I was led by the Father. Everything I said and did wasn't me, was the Father in me doing the work. So I was walking in the light. I wasn't stumbling around. I knew my purpose. I know why I was here. I knew why I'm, what I'm there to accomplish. I knew when, I knew how. I knew how everything was going to unfold. Why? Because the Father was telling me and showing me before it happened. Hallelujah. So there was no occasion for me to stumble or get caught up in its, the, the snares, the traps or schemes because I was led. So he said, because of that, be of good cheer. The same way I overcame because I walked in the light. He says the same way you will overcome because you will know and not walk in darkness. You will know and not walk in darkness. The Holy Spirit will teach you, show you, bring to your remembrance. He will give us dreams, visions, signs. What Even have an angel visit us, as I said. Whatever we need, the Lord will do it. He will do it. Whatever it takes to let us know, He will do it. We will not be in darkness ever. We will never ever be in darkness. When the word of God says, they that trust in the Lord, he will deliver. Do you hear that? The Lord already told us beforehand, if you trust me, I will deliver you. He didn't say how. He said, I will do it. So you have to believe him. If you don't believe him, 
you will act contrary. You'll walk, you'll be stumbling around in darkness trying to fix the, trying to fix your, 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 your circumstance. You're worrying about it. Stressing about it. When you're supposed to be at peace, knowing and having confidence in His Word, what He said, because He doesn't lie. Glory to God, He already told us He's going to take care of it. When He said He's the Lord God that heals, He didn't say that because it felt like something good to say. He said ahead of time, I am your healer. So we have to believe it. We have to believe it. Oh my God. This is, I don't know, my mind has just been exploding <laughs> all weekend. In John 1 1, the, the Word of God says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Then Jesus said in John 10 30, I and my I and my Father are one. I already know. I am joined to Him. I'm one with Him. And because of that, I have peace. I have quietness. I have rest. And when Jesus ascended at the day of Pentecost, He sent the Holy Spirit as He promised. He said, the helper, when He comes, He will teach you all things and bring to my, to your remembrance all that I have told you. So we have that same Spirit in us. And if we take the time to seek God, the face of God, in our circumstance, the Holy Spirit will give us guidance on what to do or not. If He doesn't speak, just chill out. Don't, don't stress. We're supposed to be some of the most peaceful, joyful people on this planet right now. But the reason why the church isn't because of their ignorance. They don't know. They don't understand. And I never saw it like this. I never saw the association. When Jesus said, I am not alone. The Father is with me. I am in Him. He, there is nothing happening that I don't, I don't know about. I already know how this is going to turn out. So I, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. So understand that the days we are living in, 2018, going forward, we understand the drama. It was no accident that the Spirit of God prompted me to, to, to do this. Be at peace. Prepare yourself. Know Him. Know. In, the, in everything you go through, that's why the Bible says, count it all joy when you go through trials. Because in that you learn, you learn His ways. God, you learn His ways. And when you, when you submit and you know it, you know you already have the victory, the answer to whatever it is, when you pray to Him and let Him know. Oh my God. You guys got to meditate on this. Let's just let this thing soak in. Really let it soak in. Let it soak in. Because I tell you, I, I couldn't, I couldn't see things the same way anymore. I, I, I can't. 